Take me, won't you, even if it's crazy Babe, I wanna All the this and that opinions Crash and tip, I had to mention Babe, I wanna Treat you, love you, touch you, hold you Know you, fuck, I wanna show you Babe, I wanna Lift you, kiss you, dwell inside your temple This could be so simple Babe, I wanna Through these eyes of mine, you still divine Don't be surprised that Babe, I wanna When I make you quiver, shiver, bite your lip It makes me sick, cause Babe, I wanna Every time we scream from when I'm in your senses Get replenished Babe, I wanna Do the things you think of when you dream And keep you far from sinking Babe, I wanna Babe, I wanna Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to the show, Self Shoots the Shit. I'm your host, Joshua Self. Today is December 25th. I want to wish everyone Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. It's been a great weekend for me. And a couple of things came across my desk over the weekend. A couple of incidents. Um, blatant and perhaps not so blatant to other people. Uh, racism. There was a wrestler last week who uh, is in high school by the name of Andrew Johnson. And there was a video that's gone viral where the young man has his locks cut off in order to wrestle. So the situation that happened is that Andrew Johnson, a black man, had locks and before he was allowed to wrestle, the referee, a Alan Maloney, who did not attend the weigh-in, said, either you cut the locks or you forfeit the match. Now, I don't know um, how much you guys know about wrestling, but in wrestling, having locks is not going to give you an advantage. Um, if he made the weigh-in, there is nothing that his hair is going to do to give him any kind of upper hand. There are rules in place for if your hair is past a certain length, you have to have your hair up in some sort of wrap or something so that it gets out of the way or whatever. Um, and it's not like this is the first time wrestling. So even when Mr. Alan Maloney gave the pre-match evaluation to Johnson, there were no issues raised. It was only right before the match was about to start that, oh, you, you got to cut your hair or you can't wrestle. You have to forfeit the match. So the young man, Andrew Johnson, um, while his reasoning is unclear, my guess is that he didn't want to let his team down since his team is needing him to get the win, opts to have his mm. hair cut, and proceeds to win the match. But you can tell – after the match, that he's very distraught about what just happened. Losing his hair is a big deal, you know. Um, it's ask Skepson. Like, that guy has haircut. It's like, oh, now I ain't got no type of strength left. And I'm supposed to be saving the Israelites and everything. So the whole situation is really terrible. Like, when you see something like this happening to a young man, he was forced to make a split-second decision 
and he decides to go with his team and he decides, you know, his love of wrestling outweighs how much his hair means to him. But if you've grown your hair for that long, it's got to mean a lot to you, you know, like you're trying to make a statement about yourself, how you feel about everything, your place in the world and all that. And have someone else say, well, we don't like it. It's not that it's actually hurting anything. We just don't like it. So we want you to get rid of it. You know, Akon many, many years ago said that people didn't take him seriously until he cut his hair off. And if you look at the success that he's had in the music industry some time ago, um, he wasn't as big until after he cut his hair off. Then it's like, oh, who's this guy who can sing? It's like, well, he's been doing that for a long time. But people just didn't look at him the same way. And he went on to make a song about it. It's like, hey, like, I'm more than just my hair. Um. So it's crazy how things like that can really oppress people. And there are people on the outside who have no idea what what they're going through. It's like, hey, this hair is an extension of me, both physically and metaphorically speaking, and you're trying to take it away from me. So this other incident, LeBron James made a post quoting a song uh, by 21 Savage, and he had to later apologize for that post. The The quote is, we've been getting that Jewish money, everything is kosher. And 21 Savage actually also apologized, and they're both like, you know, all the Jewish people that we know um, are very financially responsible, and it was meant as a compliment, not as an insult. So when we talk about stereotypes, and how stereotypes are damaging, I feel like we as a people attribute all stereotypes must be damaging. And I wonder how much weight we put to, oh, it's a stereotype, so it has to be damaging. But I don't know any black people that are complaining about the big dick stereotype. Like, I've never heard anyone complain about that, you know? Um... This is not really considered negative. So I wonder, as a Jewish person, how insulting is it to have people assume that you're good with money, to have people assume that you have money? Like, is this really an insult? It is a stereotype. But how insulting is it for someone to be like, oh, he's Jewish, so he's probably fiscally responsible? So I am not Jewish, so I can't really give you the answer there. But that's something to think about. I mean, when we have stereotypes and we have people who don't know anyone of that stereotype making certain assumptions, sometimes those assumptions can lead to really, really negative situations. And it's difficult, you know, when... If you don't know anybody that's Jewish, you don't have anybody to ask, like, hey, is this offensive? Like, does this thing actually bother you? Or if you don't have any Black friends, you can't ask them, does this stereotype offend you? Like, is this bothersome to you? And most people don't really have friends outside of their own little community. 
So when we have things like this come up, one person's like, like, how is that offensive? The other person's like, it's offensive because of these reasons. But when we have this disconnect, we, we simply don't know people of different groups from us. It's easy for us to overlook things that other people is like, what's well, obviously offensive, you know? Um, so it creates like these situations where because of the internet, because of social media, uh, people that don't necessarily normally have contact with you are able to see something and get offended by it. So when we look at a situation like this, if I had tweeted this out, there would be no comments anywhere, regardless of who saw it. Because I don't have the same kind of reach that LeBron James has. Because LeBron James has all these infinite number of followers. Everybody's hanging on to his every word. So he says something even the slightest bit offensive. People are going to jump all over him. 21 Savage also has a lot of reach. And so now he's in a spot where he's like, uh, I guess I got to say I'm sorry too. You know, like, thanks, LeBron. appreciate that. Drag me through the mud like that. So I, a lot of things people say, depending on who it comes from, will determine how offensive people will take it. I don't think I, if I said this, people would really get offended. Like, how many people are really going to see it? You know, like, I don't have however many followers LeBron James has. I'm nowhere near that. I don't have that kind of reach. So when you have that kind of reach, you also have to be very, very particular about things that you post because people are going to dissect it. People are going to dive all into it, make these ridiculous assumptions about what you said. You just got to be very, very careful about what you put out there, you know. Um, And it's not the first time I've seen someone talk about another ethnicity in terms of how they get money. I mean, Buster Rhymes had a hit many years ago, um, A-Rap money. So I don't recall people being offended by it, but obviously social media then was not the same thing as it is today. So it's quite probable that there were a lot of people that got offended by it, but because they didn't have the reach at the time, it's like, well, I just never heard about it, you know? The other thing about it is 21 Savage says some fuck shit all the time. And if you're in the market for 21 Savage music, you should be in the market for him to say something offensive. Like, the crazy part to me is, oh, we're upset because he said we've been getting that Jewish money. Not because he's disrespecting women or something like that. Uh <laughs> Like, this is where we want to draw the line. Like, hey, you can't talk about Jewish people being financially successful. Let's not do that. It's it's okay if you talk about Black people and Black women especially being whores or whatever. Like, that's fine. You can disrespect them all day. Just don't talk about these other folks over here. You know, talk about your own people. That's cool. It's not this shit over here. So that that whole situation is like, is he, is he for real? Like, that's where we want to draw the line? Okay. Um, I get that everybody wants to be upset about something, but in the grand scheme of things, like, how is this even remotely important compared to this whole Trump and the wall situation, which 
to me, like, if there's a will, there's a way. You know, Trump's like, hey, I want to build this wall. Congress is like, no, not going to have a wall. And so then the people are just like, hey, we support you, Trump. We don't need the government to give you the money for that wall. We'll get it for you. And these folks raised millions of dollars to build this wall. So if you don't know who your neighbor is, uh, you should probably find out. Because chances are one of your neighbors, maybe on the left, maybe on the right, maybe above you, below you if you live in an apartment complex, one of those fuckers doesn't, <laughs> ooh, does not want some people in our country. They're happy building this wall. And the results have shown, you know, like it's unfortunate that we have people very, very dedicated to keeping other people out. Like we just don't want y'all here. No, get out of here. We don't like y'all. But I guess that's enough about that. Uh, I managed to see Bird Box over the weekend. Uh, That's an interesting movie. Um, I like that. Twitter and Facebook have exploded with it. I don't think the move was that good, but it was it was pretty okay, you know. Um, I kind of wish that we'd ever kind of seen the creature or something, but that's fine. Like they'll leave it to mystery, whatever. It's cool. But I guess that uh, wraps it up for today. Thank you all for listening. I'll catch you guys next week. I can think of a ton of times I was a distraction like my body was underlined My presence is a chasm and it hit like a hundred times Tevin is a character, could Tevin be one of mine? I think I finally figured out Ah, wait, never mind, maybe I'm tripping now For a second I reckon maybe my perspective is separate And with that I see some shit we can get around I'm chilling with a smoke in the pancake Looking and feeling solid like a bowl of the can break but I know what you can say Tevin is so cold he make your shoulders and handshake Hard to gauge if I'm a meanie or I'm clingy like waterway Now that I know you wanna show you all the things And if you're with it you can get it in all the ways In all the ways Love me, hate me, harm me, take me, want you even if it's crazy Baby, I want-